Well, uh, first off, my name is Edgar Perez, and I am from Mexico City, Mexico. Um, my journey at the Ronald McDonald House starts a few years back. Uh, in 2011 was the first time I got to stay here. And it starts because I am a uh, current and former patient of Shriners Hospital for Children here in Salt Lake City and also the University of Utah uh, and most importantly Huntsman Cancer Institute here in the Salt Lake City area as well. Um, so that yeah that starts my journey and well mostly it's because I'm in need of medical treatment in yeah. two of the local hospitals here so mm -hmm. that's that's basically what starts the journey. And what are you um dealing with um well i have two conditions the first one of them i was born with it's a cerebral palsy condition and it's uh it's called a quadrupedic uh right dysplasia which uh in human terms means that uh my the right hemisphere part of my body meaning my right hand and limbs is uh, tied to limited movement and uh, a limited uh, way on how to do things. Um, and the other one is a uh, blood disorder condition, which makes it so that my immune system auto-attacks itself and uh, starts uh, eating up my uh, blood cells. Uh, and that is what keeps me coming and going from hospitals from time to time. Yeah, I see. So who are you um, here with? I'm here with my mom and my two younger brothers. Yeah. Do you have other family in Mexico? Yes, the, the rest of my family is down there. And uh, yeah, I do have, uh, well, pretty much all of my family uh residing down in mexico how is the switch from um mexico to the ronald mcdonald house in utah been well it hasn't been pretty much a big of a switch because i have been coming to Shriners for quite a little bit over 14 years mm -hmm. so i come and go i come for certain periods of time to receive uh, care and then I have the opportunity to go back home um, and well it, it is uh, I mean although it isn't uh, my hometown I do consider Utah as my second home so it's it is really easy for me to uh, or it has been really easy to adapt to the environment especially uh, in this facility where you're treated like your home even though you're not so and it does give me the chance to again receive the the care i need and also uh meet all kinds of people so yeah it's it's pretty much uh an environment where you, you get to feel included and you get to share your living experience with other people so it is really nice What's been one of your um favorite experiences at the Ronald McDonald House? 
Well, uh, certainly the first and foremost one is staying at the actual facility um, because it provides uh, a family environmental space where families are allowed to just stay and, and rest for uh, the beginning and the end of the day and then uh, it gets them the chance to... to distract from the actual fact that you're uh dealing with any kind of condition whatsoever so it's basically a space where other than than what you're dealing with friendship is involved so it is really nice to to have that kind of space where you can just be yourself for a little while that's so great you found that here i'm really happy for you have you made friendships at the Ronald McDonald House? Yeah, more more than I can count. Um, I, yeah, I had had the chance to make a lot of uh, friendships here, and uh, well, I think everybody around the house knows me. If you ask uh, anybody who works here, will will know, um, will know me. So yeah, it is really, really nice to get, to make friends that will. Um, somehow impact your life for a long-lasting term. So it is really nice to get to have the opportunity to meet people around here. And to your brothers, um, what are your what do they do with their spare time here while you're in the hospital? Um, they mostly like to play. They're uh they're younger than me, so they they enjoy playing and they enjoy all the activities that the house hosts. They uh they do anything from movie nights to petting zoos, parades. They do all kinds of stuff. Obviously, for uh for me as a patient, it it is really nice, but for my family to be part of it is is uh, crucial. So I think that. The house does that really well. It includes not only the patient, but the family and the people that surround that uh, that patient so that it can they can feel included as well into all the activities that the house does. So, so what do you um, like to do in your spare time? Um, well, I... Um, I like to uh do a lot of stuff on my computer. I uh I like to also uh hang out with the the other um kid patients that are here. Uh mostly the little kids. I enjoy being with them and just l- getting to know their stories is is quite one of the things I enjoy and just uh volunteering for anything that the house might need or that I know that I'm in in uh within range of providing is one of the things I enjoy doing like volunteering for for the podcast or for whatever activity the house can uh host and is in need of the patients I I do like to find a little bit of my time to uh to give back to them you know in in as many ways as I can so that's one of the things I do like to to do. Is there anything you kind of wish you could do, um, but you can't, and you're because of 
the um, condition that you were born with? Well, there is certainly some some things that I uh, that I work towards every day, but you see, as being a patient of uh, Shriners for a long time now, I've learned how to uh, not only do what I what I want to do, but how to excel at what I want to do. Um, the condition that I have has never limited what I want to do. And that is because I, uh, I do have a great team of doctors that, uh, that are behind my case and are helping me to strive to do the activities I enjoy doing, mm-hmm. um, because, uh, they've always taught me that, um, my condition does not defy who I am, but it does defy what I'm, uh, what I want to do, and the only thing that stops me from what I want to do is my own self, so, um, one of the main things that I would like to be able to do one day is, I don't know, maybe, um, walk without the need of any ADA equipment, but, um, as for now, no, I think I've uh, met all the standards and more of the standards that I was put when I was first diagnosed. So mm-hmm. I don't think that at this point there would be something I would want to do that I haven't done. Mm-hmm. Because again, uh, the the care team that I have is in charge of... Uh, putting me up to the task of whatever uh, thing a normal kid wants to do because they help you so that you can have and live a normal life despite whatever condition you're dealing with. And when did you um, arrive to that mentality? That's amazing. Well, it does take a little while of... uh, of thinking and of uh, working on, but I've come to the realization that uh, it's only you who defines what you want to do because um, there is uh, a world out there and you need to know that not because you are... um, I wouldn't say disabled. I I would call it different because um, I don't consider my condition as a disability, Mm -hmm. but as a different criteria of living. So I can do whatever everybody does. Not, maybe not at the same pace as everybody does it, but um, for sure I I know that if you work hard towards what you want to do, you can do it, and I see that in in my personal life. You know, I when I was first diagnosed, I was told uh, by doctors uh, in Mexico told me uh, that I was never gonna sit up, I was never gonna walk, I was never gonna speak, I was never going to finish school, I was hardly ever gonna, um, you know, interact with people, and uh, a couple years. Uh, from that, I've learned that um, not only it was a misdiagnosis, but it was uh, something that was not meant to be 
within what I'm capable of doing now because not only have I done most of those things, uh, but I still keep uh, striving and working on getting to do the rest. And I am uh, thinking about studying college, which mostly tells them that, uh, or tells me that that diagnosis was done poorly Mm -hmm. and doesn't defy who I am and what I want to do. And it just tells you that um, you never have to defy a person by what you see in, in the first look. So, yeah, that's how I came down to that, that standpoint. Is there anything you kind of um, would want to tell the rest of the world if you could? Uh, well, certainly something I, I would, and I always say when I'm asked this question is, um, don't let the odds defy what you can do. Because some people say, oh, what are the odds of um, a, a newborn surviving or what are the odds of something that uh or somebody that had a big accident making it back to where it was and it's something i i have learned not only from my personal experience but from people that i've met around uh around the years is don't let uh don't let people defy your odds you're the only person that can defy what you want to do and with the right tools and the right help from the right people. And obviously your work day by day on how you do stuff is what defines what comes next in your life. Don't let, I, I would tell people that they're not supposed to let their conditions or their barriers become uh, life-stopping. Other than that, I would encourage them to... Uh, work hard over them and uh, get over the barrier of whatever thing they're dealing with. And if you're already into the point where you're uh, over that barrier, just keep working towards what you want to do. Because again, the only person that defies what you want to do is your own self. And as long as you are centered and you know what, what you're um, what your goal is and as long as you have um, clear and positive goals I don't think that uh, any of the situations that surround you would uh, again stop you from doing what you want to do that's awesome have you seen uh, have you noticed a difference in between um, the healthcare? in Mexico and the healthcare here? Oh, well, of course I've, uh, being, being a Mexican national, uh, the first care I've come through is, is a Mexican healthcare. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course you, you do notice a big difference in between both countries. And what the, the biggest difference I've noticed between the United States and my own home country is, um, the United States is inclusive in all they do. 
they're always looking forward and striving to include people uh not only people with disabilities but people with uh or from different cultures or people with uh different talents and one of the things i have noticed with uh especially with healthcare is that healthcare here in the united states is always inclusive they don't care for uh etnies or for nationalities they strive to give the patient the best care they can no matter what or where he comes from he or she might come from and that is one of the things that i really enjoy about healthcare here is that they don't they don't care about who you are and what you what you might or might not have but they do care of what you need in that certain moment or that period of time and what has the what has your experience with the healthcare in Mexico like well in Mexico it's um it's really difficult to uh to get access to uh healthcare or I, I, I should say a, the right type of health care uh, because in Mexico, the people with <clears throat> different types of disabilities have to pretty much pull their own weight um, and find their own doctors and tr get treated with their own uh, their own budget pretty much. So... It is something that is kind of sad because unlike here in Mexico, people with different conditions are treated poorly and are segregated from the community just because the community in Mexico is not ready for people with uh, the types of conditions that that they might have. And here they they know they're ready and they know what they are meant to do and especially they have a really good sense of caring for the patient not caring for money or budgets or whatever they they do whatever they can to help you no matter what your condition is mm -hmm. what's the difference between the two places of Mexico and here that you said they're not ready for like um, why do you think it's segregated like that well because uh, again the, the the country is Mexico is not ready for people with disabilities they don't invest in giving them a quality of life unlike here they do uh here uh, the country invests in accessibility for them and uh um care opportunities and jobs for people with disabilities and uh including them in the activities and making them so that no matter what they have or what they deal with they're capable of 
doing whatever everybody in the normal world would do. And in Mexico, they're not ready for that. Mm -hmm. They haven't found the right way to include them into a into this uh into the big society and mostly that is because again there is a lot of people in Mexico and uh unfortunately people with uh disabilities and conditions and critical medical necessities are segregated instead of integrated into society there is only many few facilities that can care for those types of patients. Um, and once they stop being patients at those facilities, they're basically, again, on their own. They don't look for ways to say, okay, I will help you or I will um, grant you uh, a job even though they're capable of uh working some of them uh their mexico doesn't have facilities where they can say okay yeah we can hire uh people with um different conditions they can't they haven't found a way to do that yet so that so that means you haven't, like, really experienced discrimination here. Is that right? Yeah, there is. There isn't some experience, but I would, when uh, where I could tell you I've experienced uh, discrimination here is, uh, and again, is because uh, the U.S. culture is ready to take whatever uh, person comes to them and and is is prepared and and willingly asking for help so yeah I, I i cannot tell you a situation where i've been a part of discrimination here what are your hopes and dreams what are my hopes and dreams well i don't know uh well first and foremost is healthcare wise i would want to get stable enough to the point I can continue my my career pursue and then once <clears throat> once that's settled I would uh, try to pursue and finish my my bachelor's degree and then I would uh, also like to go on an LDS mission so that's basically three main goals I have right now is as uh, as of my age. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Thank you, Edgar. And I really enjoyed getting to know you better. Yeah, of course. Thank you for uh, taking the time. I hope uh, I can show people that no matter what they want to do, um, they can do it if they decide to and strive to work towards their goals. Thank you.